0: Welcome to episode 61 of the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast and before I get into the episode if you don't already follow me on Instagram I shared something really exciting last week. My husband Luke and I are expecting a baby um, so I am due mid-November of this year and super excited about it. Nothing on here will change. I will continue to come on week by week and to be very sensitive and conscientious of where you guys are at Um, i won't be sharing updates in that way with you guys i just don't feel like it makes sense but uh if you are interested in that part of my life i will go ahead and put my personal instagram handle in the show notes today so if you want to keep up with that you can but um getting into today's topic I I think over the last year have gotten the message, well, what about if it's a good relationship uh, when it comes to how do you get through the breakup of a really good relationship? So I know I talk about the fact that breakups happen under very different circumstances, but at the end of the day, the feelings are the same. And I still think that to be true, but I do... In today's episode, I want to talk about some specifics when it comes to getting over a really good relationship. So the first thing is this is a very non-negotiable belief that I have. But just because a relationship is good does not mean that it was supposed to work out. Just because two great people came together and had a fun loving, passionate relationship does not mean that it was supposed to be forever. And I know that can be like hard to internalize because obviously like if two people are great and love each other and have a good relationship, why would they not be together? But there are so many things that would cause that not to happen. Um, I think to be in a successful relationship Both of the individuals need to grow separately, and then the relationship also needs to grow together, and sometimes one person outgrows the other. It doesn't mean anything was wrong. It just means that one person outgrew the other. Uh, Sometimes one person's ready for marriage and kids, and the other one's not. Um, And sometimes, sometimes it's like one particular value or one particular you know difference in opinions um so there, you know it just because overall the relationship looks great on paper it just doesn't mean that it was um it was supposed to work out so i know you're probably thinking like my ex was great and our relationship was great i don't understand why it ended and sometimes we just don't understand why things end right now I can guarantee that at some point in the future you'll understand exactly why the relationship ended but don't hang on to that as an excuse to not not work through getting over them because all that will do is because all that will do is just keep you very stuck it's it's essentially like trying to fit a square peg into a round hole it just it doesn't it doesn't work and the more you try to force it the more frustrated you're gonna get and really pay attention to your beliefs around it is like oh I believe that if someone's nice to me if someone if I have fun with someone if they make me laugh if they treat me well then they must be my person and I'll talk about a little bit later in the episode but this concept of good enough And something that you'll probably realize down the road. So I think one thing that people get stuck on is they believe that if you're going through a breakup and that the relationship didn't work, it like takes away the relationship that you had. A breakup does not invalidate a relationship at all. It does not take away your memories. It doesn't it doesn't take away from the experience and you know there might be some things that are you know places restaurants things that are really tied to your ex and are hard in the beginning of a in the beginning of a breakup but at the end of the day just because a relationship ended it doesn't mean that like it was all for nothing and one thing that I've been talking a lot about with client with my clients recently, and I shared about it a little bit in last week's episode, is this whole concept of being able to choose what you take with you from your relationships. Because just because a relationship ended painfully, it doesn't mean that your whole relationship was painful. Just because someone, you know, your ex was maybe not nice at the end it doesn't mean that they were mean the whole relationship and i think sometimes people are so afraid to like lean into the pain of the breakup because they think that that's going to taint their memory of all the good stuff so when it comes to this concept of moving boxes think about a time you know recently when you moved or just any time that you move When you do move, you typically have three different piles of things. You have the things that are for sure coming with you. You have the things that are going to, you know, they're coming with you, but they're probably either going to go in the garage, the basement, the attic, or storage. And then you have the pile of things that you don't want anything to do with anymore. You want to donate it, get rid of it, whatever. It's the same thing from when you move out of a relationship into being single. When you look at your relationship, you can look at the great parts of the relationship, and you put that in that box that you're going to take with you. And I'll get to why this is really, really good news for you towards the end of the the episode. And then you'll put the things that you want to learn from in the basement box, the attic box, the storage box, where it's important to look at and reflect on. And you might need to come back to it at some point, like if you're dating and you're thinking, huh, this is really reminding me of a red flag that I missed or a painful experience it's triggering. So let me go back and look at that. So you don't want to have those things all around you because that would be painful and you don't need that. But you also want to make sure that you have them to refer back to. And then there's going to be a box of things that from the relationship that you don't want to take with you. And I know right now, especially if you're fresh out of a good relationship breakup, you probably can't really point to anything that was bad, except for the fact that it ends, that it ended. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you do if you had unlimited time and energy? As you're navigating your breakup, I know your energy can feel low and it can feel really difficult to complete everything you need to in a day. When you're emotionally exhausted, it's especially important to be really clear on what your priorities are and where your energy should be invested. Therapy has helped me in the past figuring out where I should be putting my energy, whether that's career, friendships, relationships, events, which in turn has helped lower my anxiety because I don't always have to feel stretched thin or behind. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, hel heartbreak. Are you looking for a guilt-free way to unwind? and i can i can pretty well assure you that at some point in the future you're you're going to start seeing some things that weren't that great but you don't have to be able to you don't have to be able to see those things in order to get over them and i think why these breakups are so painful is because they're just sad like they're nothing except really really sad so when my now husband broke up with me, we had a great relationship. It was a beautiful relationship. We just didn't agree on marriage. So again, it's one of those things where everything was amazing except for this, you know, pretty significant thing that we didn't agree on, so we had to part ways. And I had a really hard time after that relationship because I couldn't get mad All I was was so sad. I just missed our memories. I missed our time together. But what what ultimately ended up happening is that I started seeing things that weren't great in the relationship. And things, you know, and it wasn't just things from them. It was also things from me. Like, I didn't like that I didn't really speak up that much in the relationship. And I should have caught the fact that we weren't on the same page with marriage much earlier if I had just used my voice so I started seeing unhealthy patterns in in the relationship and that did help me that helped propel me forward in the healing process and that didn't happen for months the other thing that the other tool that's really helpful in a breakup that we don't necessarily have in these kinds of breakups is anger it's It can be a lot easier to get over a breakup when you're angry at your ex because in your mind you're like, I I don't really want this person in my life. So you might not be able to get angry at your ex right now. And you might never be able to get angry at your ex and that's okay. But what you can do and why and anger will still be in your favor is you can get mad at the universe if you, you know, if you're someone that is um, more religious you can get mad at God like you can get mad you can just get mad at the situation and that's that's a healthy emotion to have come through you so just because you can't point the finger at your ex you can still point the finger at the fact that it sucks that this relationship ended and you can get upset about that so again Just because it was a good relationship doesn't mean that you should continue forcing it to work. And for one, one thing I hear a lot is people will say, how can I do no contact if we had a great relationship and we love talking and we have amazing conversations? You are the people that need to do no contact the most because that's the thing. You guys do have a great relationship and you will start talking and it will feel amazing and then the next thing you know you're probably sleeping together and you're back in like a kind of relationship, kind of not and you have to go through the breakup all over again. So if you are someone who like still has a lot of feelings towards your ex, you are someone that really, really, really needs to do the no contact rule. It's not an excuse not to do it. And there are things that you have to double double down on. Um, you really need to double down on taking care of yourself because, again, like you don't have that anger and that not wanting to be your ex to fuel you in moving forward. And I touched on this a little bit, but as you start moving through this breakup, like I said you'll you'll start seeing some things once you look back that I won't call them like were bad things but you probably are just like huh I didn't I didn't love that I didn't love that my ex did this or said this or didn't like this thing or didn't like to travel to tropical locations like I did just you know it could be little things it could be big things but I think what you'll really see is once you start dating, and especially when you find your person, I think what you'll see is that your good relationship that you had was, it was good, but it was it was good enough. Once you, like I said, I believe every single relationship is an upgrade, so all you have is to go up. And that's what, like, the good news of this is, of coming out of a really good relationship, is now that you've been with someone great, you're not going to go to someone bad. You're not going to go be with someone who's mediocre. You have appropriately set your bar high for anyone that you're going to date now. And I also, I think... As we go through life, as we get into different relationships, it's like we're climbing this set of stairs. So, you know, for me, when I was coming out of a really bad relationship, I had quite a few steps that I had to work my way up until I found a good relationship. So I had to stumble and um, go from really toxic to eh, to like, eh, to okay to good and you know then i found my great but the good news for you coming out of a good relationship is you don't have that many steps before you get to someone amazing so i tell people who are coming out of a relationship it's a good thing like you're you're so close to to finding your person um i think a lot of the time when we lose a good relationship, we automatically assume, like, oh, lost my good one, lost my chance. I, I will never find another good person. Like we think that we get, we like drink tickets. We just get one good relationship ticket, and then we're done. And then you have to be by yourself, or you have to go to someone bad. That's not the case at all. And that's thinking from a very much like lack mentality. Uh, I think if you've been in something good, it means you're headed for something great. And that's just my opinion and my, honestly, my experience on it. And I have felt that a couple times in my life where I ended a pretty good relationship and then I was like, okay, that was good enough. Um, Would it have left me happy for decades? Probably not, but it it was good enough and they were nice. Um, But what I tell people is like, when they get out of a relationship and they say well my ex was so nice it's like you can have someone nice and passionate and who has the same viewpoints on you with marriage and who shares your same like ethical values so we put so much emphasis on like one characteristic they're nice they're respectful um that, that's the minimum of like is to, is to be nice and respectful. Like just keep building on top of that. You don't have to, um, yeah, relationships have some sacrifice, but you don't have to like sacrifice huge needs um, and important shared characteristics just to have some kind of relationship. So I hope... That gives you some insight on healing from a good relationship. However, what I will say is outside of these, you know, specific things to keep in mind, all the rest of my podcast episodes, all of my courses, they all still apply to you. There's um, there's little nuances in how we heal from different kinds of breakups. But for the most part, like the foundation is still the same. And the last thing that I want people to do is think, well, I had a good relationship, so that advice doesn't apply to me. Or I got cheated on, so that doesn't apply to me. The advice applies to everyone, because what we're doing is we're healing a broken heart. Yes, the broken heart was broken um, in different ways, but we're still healing, healing the same thing. So I hope this gave you some insight, and I hope this... Maybe helped you let go of the reservations that you had of letting go. <laughs> Does that even make sense? I helped. I hope that allowed you to drop the reservations and the excuses that you've been telling yourself as to why you can't let go of this ex, because you can't. And remember that you are, if anything, closer than a lot of people to to finding your person. And this will all make sense someday. And you just have to trust that it doesn't make sense right now, but stop trying to force that square peg into that round hole. And with that, I will see you back here next week. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie, where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise.